Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing The Hero and discussing what TV actors should make the transition to movies. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing, man? I am doing all right. My hand's getting a little better. I mean, I don't know. There are days where it hurts a lot, days where it doesn't hurt a lot. But yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, I sprained my wrist on Father's Day. So yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. I hate it because it's on my more. It's on my dominant hand. So like when I want to lift something or I want to do something, um, I'm, I'm. It's natural for me to reach with my right, and then every time I lift it, I'm like. God, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Um, I have a little bit of a cold right now. Well, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a cold, you know? So I'm like, oh, please, please don't make, let me be sniffling this entire time. Uh, so if you hear a bunch of sniffles, I apologize. It's Carlos, just I'm getting a cold. You know, I love you. Just don't get me sick, bro. I'm trying not to. <laughs> it, if I'm lucky, it's just allergies and that'll be the end of it. And I'll take some allergy medicine and we'll be good. But who knows? Um, yeah, what have you been watching recently? Because we're kind of on a, like, a down period, and it's like the calm before the storm in terms of movies, because we have a lot coming out this week, but we didn't have that much this weekend, but we're, and we're still, like, in the low period for TV, and I know you don't watch much off-season TV, so what have you been watching? Nothing really, but I was, I was gonna start watching the, the OA on Netflix, I don't know if you heard about that show. Um, I just saw a teaser for it. I mean, it, it's already been released. I think it was released like a year ago, but they were actually, I guess they're trying to really pump up that TV show. And I saw a teaser for it and I was like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. So I'm going to start watching that. And then there's two Netflix movies that are also coming out, I believe, in the next uh, week or two. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to be checking those two movies out, you know, yeah. just so that our top 10 videos <laughs> so far kind of like kind of like better i um that's what it, that's that's what, the goal what about war machine that one uh brad pitt netflix movie i keep meaning uh, to watch it but i keep like oh I'll watch this instead and i just never have gotten around to it the, uh, yeah it's the same thing with me i'm just like you know what let me let me watch it but it just i, I keep postponing it just yeah. because something always comes up so <laughs> yeah i i need to watch it definitely because i know we're gonna have like a worst and a and a bad list so yeah, by the way, uh, for those of you guys who are wondering, when is our top 10 list of the year so far uh, is uh, going to go down? It's going to be a little later in July. And I feel like mid-July, that's, right? Yeah, like mid-July. And I feel like, and for those of you guys who are like, well, why don't you just do it in the beginning of July and stuff like that? Well, a lot of critics have seen some of the mo- some of these movies that we won't have seen by, the, by that time because we're in South Florida and we don't get a lot of the movies that are available everywhere else. So we're like, you know what? Screw it. Okay. It's not fair. So we're going to, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wait until these movies come out. Um, I think, I think we're going to do our top 10 lists of the year so far. Um, after, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. So as soon as that movie comes out, 
we'll have a list for you and you can be and you can stay tuned for that episode yeah um it's just to give ourselves a little bit more room to kind of see everything that we want to see before we make that halfway list you know yeah i mean this year i don't know about you man i was thinking about it uh, i was thinking about it a few days ago i mean it kind of seems like the summer movie season is kind of dying down a bit. I mean, it's just, it's just. I mean, and it's, it's what, like in general, or are you talking about this one in particular? I'm just saying in general. It's yeah. like because you you get all these amazing like trailers and stuff like that. I mean, I'll even say for Age of Extinction and for the last night, some mm-hmm. trailers for the last night, it looked promising. And then when you go in to see these movies, it's just a huge disappointment. Um, so I was just thinking about it the other day. I'm like, man, I mean, it's just crazy how now in the summer season, it's just you have to be careful. When it when you come when it comes to at least watching a trailer, yeah, because you can't get all excited now. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it, it's weird. June and even I mean before in May, it's just kind of like meh, like it's been a kind of a down summer in general, and I think that's definitely playing a part in it. And last summer wasn't the best necessarily either, but I think we had a more steady influx of indie movies last summer, which helped. Um, we had Sing Street earlier in the summer. Uh, I this movie, The Hero, which we're reviewing today, it kind of made me be like, "Oh man, man I, I wish more movie indie movies had come out this year so far." Yeah, man. I mean, uh, it, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, I, I, Captain Fantastic came out last yeah, year. That's another um, one. Yeah. Sing Street, and then we had um, Swiss Army Man come out last year as well. We had a lot of major indie movies come out last year, so it's just unfortunate that there's not as many. But I'm I'm I hope these Netflix movies that are that are gonna be streaming in the next uh, week or so. Um, I hope I hope these movies make up for the indie movies that we haven't really been getting. Yeah. Uh, the Beguiled is actually coming out this week. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Baby I Driver. Know, uh, Baby Driver as well. Yes. Um, I know you might not be able to see The Beguiled. Um, hopefully it stays hopefully, out. We'll hopefully see. it stays out. It just any movies in Florida. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Sometimes they stay. Sometimes they don't. Which is unfortunate. But yeah. yeah. Um. One thing that has been like, uh, we're just, look, we don't have as much to talk about today, so we're just, you know, shooting some crap at the beginning, whatever. (laughs) Um, But one thing, for me at least, because I know, again, you don't watch as much summer TV, but for me, TV has kind of like taken the place of some of these movies that have been disappointing because, I mean, there's been some good summer TV so far. I've talked about American Gods, Preacher just came back, Uh, Veep just ended, but I don't think I've watched the finale yet. Um... So, yeah, there's a lot going on. Obviously, Game of Thrones is coming up the same weekend as Planet of the Apes, which is insane. That's going to be a great weekend of just entertainment. And then, um, I'm trying to think. What else? Oh, all the Netflix. I mean, Netflix keeps dropping stuff. Did, have you thought about watching Glow at all? They released that, like, last week. It's Glow. getting a lot of buzz. That's that female wrestling show. No, I I haven't. Um, there's just a lot of stuff on Netflix that I need to watch. Yeah, honestly, because they're releasing a, a lot of stuff. I, yeah. I need to. I still need. I need to catch up on the Crown. I need oh, to Crown catch. Is so good. Yeah, I mean, I want to. I want to catch up on the Crown. I I need to. I want to continue watching. Um, Black Mirror, because Black Mirror, I feel like I can take my time, and you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's an anthology show, so I don't need to watch everything like right away. Yeah. Um, the OA, the OA looks amazing from the teaser I saw. So there's just there's just a lot of stuff that I that I, I do want to binge and, and watch yeah. just to catch up on. Um, Glow is a 
easy binge. It's, again, net, the Netflix model, so it's like 10 episodes. Isn't and that the, 30 minutes. Yeah, isn't that the show you're watching the other day? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I also want to watch that show. I mean, it looks it's great. pretty good. Um, from, from, what, from what I saw. Um, I, I kind of also want to watch Riverdale from the CW, man. A really? lot of people. I mean, as ever since they, ever since the CW made this deal with Netflix, a lot of people have been watching it. There are yeah. a lot of people that I know. I mean, I've like, heard decent like, things about it. Like, oh my gosh, it's really good. I'm like, eh. it's yeah. It's just not? it's one of those things. Much like um, Netflix's Thirteen Reasons Why, where I'm like, everyone's talking about this, but it just seems like it's not something I'd be into. I, no, I still think you should watch Thirteen Reasons Why, though. I, I, I feel like you need, I feel like at this point, like. You should. Uh, I don't know. I just, it's only it's a thirteen it's a thirteen episode binge. It's not that it's not it's not that bad. It's not yeah. like a, it's not the CW where it's like twenty three episodes or something, we'll something like that. Which is why I'm like hesitant on Riverdale. Yeah, because I feel but to I feel be, like yeah, I feel like Riverdale is gonna be like the Flash where it's one great season and then we get it downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I actually. I was not planning on watching Glow whatsoever. Um, it was something where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then there were two reasons that I decided to give it a shot. Number one, I was like, well, Allison Brie's in it. And if you know me at all, I love Allison Brie. She's amazing. Number two, The Wrestler, which I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but that movie is an incredible movie. It was one of the best movies of the year it came out. And it shined a light on professional wrestling and and it made me kind of look at it in a way and i never looked at it before and i thought well maybe this show can do it like that and it would be interesting because it's more i mean it's allison brie so i was assuming it was a comedy and it definitely has its comedic moments but it's really good and i'll talk about it um a little bit later <laughs> but <laughs> let's let's Let, get into this yes. review. all right um, hero starring the hero starring sam elliott directed by brett haley and I gotta say, man, this is this is kind of an unexpected movie. I had I heard nothing about this movie. All I knew is when I saw I saw I saw a poster for it at Regal, and and we that's, saw it in that video. Yeah, but I wanted to see yeah. it. I wanted to see him before because of Sam Elliott, mm-hmm. and I kind of got reintroduced to him watching The Ranch. I mean, I've seen him in other things, but I got reintroduced to him watching The Ranch, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, man? Like, I want to I want to watch this movie for him. I mean, he he's one of the best parts. In the ranch, and I want to watch it. And then when you, when I saw the video, I was like, okay, you know, it, it sounds pretty good. Uh, I want to, I want to see it still. I had, I really had no expectations going into this movie, but I gotta say, I was kind of blown away by this movie. Um, yeah, this it was a great movie. It really was. It's very kind of offbeat in a in a way, but at the same time, like, and and that's kind of of course it's an indie movie of course it's kind of like offbeat a little bit but it's it's different it's not kind of quirky or anything like that it's definitely a straight-up drama but it's got its little things where you're just like man i don't know if i've ever seen a movie quite approach this topic like this um and it was pretty fascinating i actually really enjoyed it and it's definitely definitely a character-driven movie and a character study so it's not something where you're gonna go in like there's twists and turns in the plot that you're like oh my gosh this happened so be prepared for that if you're not into kind of character slower paced movies then this is not going to be for you but it's a great movie either way um it kind of just because of the neo-western kind of feel to it but not in the same way but in just a little bit there were shades where it reminded me of like hell or high water there were shades just in the dialogue. 
Um, I have to say, I mean, this movie, the way it deals with its with its themes, I have to say, is is very unique, especially for its style. Uh, just because of the fact that it's it's dealing with a it's dealing with an actor, and I know us as 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 people kind of view actors as like these big figures and in, in media and and different things like that, but this movie really breaks down that that barrier and makes makes the actor a, a person, you know, and and reminds the audience that at the end of the day, actors are just people, and they have real life problems just like you and I. Mm-hmm. So it is. A really fascinating film for those people who think that actors are like, you know, they have all the money in the world and, and all this stuff. At the end of the day, deep down in the core, they still have a lot of problems, problems that we as, as fans don't particularly know about. So I was really fascinated just by just by seeing that in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, before we get into our positives, let's kind of talk about briefly what it's about. Um it's basically an aging of well, very old um, Western star. Um, he had one huge movie that made him like famous in the Western movie fan community, and now he's kind of just down on his luck. I mean, not necessarily like he's not homeless or anything. He's got a nice house and everything, but he's not getting much work. He does a lot of voiceover for commercials, things like that, and he's just not doing too much. He's a bit of a pothead. He kind of just gets by. Um, and basically he finds some, finds some pretty sad news out and it just kind of, it's, it's about him dealing with that. And it's about him dealing with relationships and with coming to terms with his aging. That That's what it's about. Again, it's a character study. It's about this guy and it's about just how he deals with life. And it, yeah, so that that's definitely the plot. And again, if that sounds interesting to you, you should check this movie out. But let's get into positives. Um, Sam Elliott, uh, do we need to? He's great. I mean, <laughs> dude's got a great voice, and he gives a great performance in this movie. Um, and also the supporting roles in the movie. Um, there's a there's a surprising amount of people in this cast. Nick Offerman's in this cast. Uh, Laura Perpons in this class in this cast. Uh, Kristen Ritter's in this cast. Uh, it's just. It's it's a pretty loaded cast. Where I was just like, geez, how many people are in this movie? Um, and everyone kind of plays off each other really well. There's a scene that's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Well, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Where Sam Elliott is kind of reading lines with Nick Offerman. Where he's kind of just practicing his lines. And uh, Sam Elliott kills it, right? And Nick Offerman <laughs> gets in this face. It's, it's funny, but it's also like, wow, that was awesome. It's Sam Elliott... Or, Nick, excuse me, Nick Offerman is kind of reacting like he's like starts tearing up and he's like, that was awesome. And I'm like, I can't, he's playing it so well. Nick Offerman is so great in this movie in a supporting role because he was playing it so well where I was like, I can't tell if it's just because he's high or if he's actually crying. And it was like, he was teetering the line so well and so perfectly. Um, and for the, was about to cry and yeah. it was so funny. Yeah. And Nick Offerman just, I will say this, he is absolutely amazing in this movie as in the supporting role. But it is always so weird. And this is not something I'm going to hold against the movie, but it's just a personal thing. It's always so weird to see Nick Offerman in something other than Parks and Rec. Just saying. I'm just like, he, to me, he is his Parks and Rec character. So it's like, whatever. Just, just a personal thing. Um, but Ozzy, what about you? What do you think about the performances and other positives? Honestly, I love the performance in this movie. I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Elliott got nominated for an Oscar. I really? Mean, yeah. I mean, he did, I have to say, man, he did a really amazing job. I mean, this movie, I mean, I mean, we've seen it. I mean, for example, last year we saw 
believe it was it was a summer film that even got nominated for best picture and that was with this that was starring andrew garfield yeah uh i forgot the name of the movie forgive me sorry guys um but i mean he got nominated for best but best director best uh best actor and also best picture so i mean this has a chance to get nominated for at least best actor Wait, which movie hacksaw ridge is yeah that, hacksaw ridge i think that was november wasn't it no it was not it was in the summer really mm-hmm. um i'm okay. pr- i'm like 90 percent sure it was in the summer yeah, we'll, we'll, um we'll look it up but okay we'll fact check um but anyways I, I do think he does give an amazing performance definitely an amazing performance and you're really drawn to his character you're really connected with his character um the all the supporting cast is also pretty amazing like you said nick offerman is by far he's so so, honestly i love him in any role that he's particularly in i mean even in the founder i loved him in the founder i love i also loved him in this movie as well um did we get a fact check on that it was november 4th god dang it but i i I felt like i I could have sworn it was in one one example that i that i can bring up to your point is um Heller Highwater came out in like mid August, I believe. So that technically is a summer movie. So that's and that was nominated for quite a bit. So that's one example. Also, Captain Fantastic. Yeah, and that Captain was nominated for actor. You're right. Yeah. Um, I just I'm so I was confused. I'm like I'm pretty sure it came out in like July. But anyway, sorry about that. Um, the chemistry that he has with Laura Perpon yes. is amazing. They work off of each other so well. I mean, she's only, you really, it, for those of you guys who don't know who I'm talking about, she's Donna in that 70s show. And she is also, she also plays a character, Alex, in The Orange is the New Black, for you guys who are fans of Orange is the New Black. Uh, Sam Elliott plays off of her so well. They work off of each other really well. Um, the chemistry that he also has with Kristen Ritter, who plays Jessica Jones in the Jessica Jones Netflix show, for those of you guys, mm-hmm. again, who don't know her. Um, they work, he, the chemistry that he has with all these supporting actors is, is really amazing. I mean, they work off of each other so well. And I do like the di- dialogue in this film. The dialogue in this film is really, really good, I have to say. Probably one of the best written yeah. films of all of, of this year definitely yeah. if not the best so far yeah um yeah i do definitely want to touch on that relationship between sam elliott and laura propon's character they they work really well and that's that's something i know we i think we have a little bit of a disagreement on just that whole dynamic just in general and how it played into the movie there was one scene in particular where i know we're going to touch on that didn't necessarily work but overall I thought that relationship surprisingly worked. It's not a relationship that you would think would work um, just on the surface. And that's, I get where you're coming from in this aspect. It's, it's something where you look at it and you're like, this is not, this is going to be weird. And it is weird. There's no denying it, but they touch on the fact that it's weird. And it, it just, they have such great chemistry. It's so well written that I actually really bought their relationship. I was like, I am surprised that I'm buying this, but I am buying this. And I was like, man, they, I'm like rooting for them <laughs> in a weird way, you know? Um, so I did buy that relationship as well. Kristen Ritter probably had the least to do. I mean, she has one scene where she has to do a, quite a bit of acting, but she's not, she's more of a kind of a smaller, she's m- the most supporting of the supporting roles. Um, but she's definitely good in the movie. Um, again, another, which this is, if you can't tell, this is why we're having this discussion about TV actors who 
to become movies because a lot of these people are TV actors. Laura Papon, Kristen Ritter, Nick Offerman. These are all like actors who are more known for TV. And let me tell you guys something. I mean, the the main three actors, uh, the, the three people that are mainly in this movie besides um, Nick Offerman, Sam Elliott, Laura Papone, and Kristen Ritter, they're all in their own individual shows on Netflix. Which is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at, like, okay, I was like, The Ranch, yeah. Laura Papone came on, I was like, okay, Orange is New Black, and then Kristen Ritter came on, I was like, okay, Jessica Jones, The Defenders. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's amazing. That, that just shows you that Netflix kind of knows what to do with these actors, like they're picking and choosing, like the right actors to... Mm-hmm. Um, be in these shows and i think that netflix is doing an awesome job but these actors are amazing i have to say the direction that brett haley had with this movie is absolutely um it's just brilliant i really did love his 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 direction in this film and he wrote it as well didn't he yeah i believe so and i loved the soundtrack in this movie the soundtrack just made you think about life in general and 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 just your regrets and and everything like that and i know i'm gonna get a buzz for this but but that's fine i have to say the cinematography in this movie (laughs) is amazing i really did like the cinematography in this movie and ricky was clicking with the ding dang it (laughs) i really did love the cinematography in this movie though it was amazing there There we go go. (laughs) uh it was amazing and the movie really captures the some of the beauty in california only been there once when i was when i was a kid but it really does just capture the the beauty of 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 california and and the beach of of california some of the beaches of california i don't know which specific specific beach um they shot this on but i have to say it was really beautiful yeah um and we've already we've touched on the writing a little bit but i also i want to dive deeper a little bit with the themes that the movie touches on and kind of the the themes about like the i don't know how to necessarily put it but like an aging star someone who had their moment in the sun and now is kind of like on the back burner and then it also kind of deals with like with accepting loss and things like it's just it's really really a pretty deep movie you know um and they're able to touch on a lot of these different themes and um i think they for the most part do it pretty effectively i think sometimes which this might lead us into our negatives unless you have anything else um do you have anything else i just got one all right go for it i just got one thing just one theme that i liked i liked and it was a small thing and maybe it may just be because i've never excuse me just because i I may never have heard of it Mm -hmm. but then i like the analogy that nick offerman says to uh sam elliott about the iceberg you've never heard that i've never heard that before yeah I mean, I don't know, I, but to me, I was like, that is amazing, because I think that, that was pretty cool, because he, he says, tip of the iceberg is the success, but the below the iceberg is yeah. everything that you've gone through to get there, and nobody yeah. knows about it but you, and I'm just like, dang, yeah, that's pretty deep. I've heard that, and then I've also heard somebody use the iceberg thing as, um, this, this, I got into an argument on Facebook once about this, and I normally don't get into arguments on Facebook, but it was like... The movie is the top of the iceberg, and then it was like the book was the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you. you oh, Carlos that pissed me off. Carlos was like, All Carlos right. had called me. We might have a discussion on 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 that one day, um, maybe on a Tuesday. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I do really enjoy the themes that it touched on, and I thought it handled it for the most part pretty well. I think there were times that they bit off a little bit. They bit off a little bit more than they could chew, where 
there's a lot of kind of dream sequences in this movie. Do you? How, what do you think about them? I, I guess we can start there. What did you think about the dream sequences in the movie? Um, I was kind of confused at times, and I was looking. I was looking at the aspect ratio to see if it would change because I know that in it comes at night. Mm-hmm. I remember Chris Stuntman was mentioning it was mentioning the aspect ratio in that film. So I wanted to see if in this film it kind of copied the 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 style of it comes at night where it would change the aspect ratio mm-hmm. for a James for a dream sequence and it didn't. So I was looking for symbolism when it come when it came to the editing so that we as an audience could particularly know or anything like that, but it, there were some scenes where it was amazing. I, I in the beginning where we saw the first um where we saw the first dream sequence, I thought that would be like the rest of the movie mm-hmm. where he was just dreaming of something and yeah. something happened and then he woke up. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall I thought, I thought they were okay. It didn't really, it didn't really upset me. Mm-hmm. I thought it went, I thought it kind of meshed well with yeah. the movie. Um, yeah, I, I liked some of it. I, I think there, I think maybe there were a little bit too many, just, just a few too many. Um, because, there were times when I was like, okay, I get that there's some there's symbolism going on here. I don't think it's necessarily clear what they're trying to say all the time. And that's where I was like, all right, maybe you could have shaved some of this off, made it a little more concise so it's a little more, bit more digestible. Um, but other than that, the only other negative I have is that one scene in particular where I think um, Laura Papon's character, what's her name again? Uh, Charlotte. I think... Charlotte, that character, she does something that it seems completely out of left field, and it made me kind of... It it didn't work in the context of the movie, in my opinion. I think it was just so kind of like, what are you doing? It didn't make any sense when it comes to her character, and especially everything she tells us before that, and everything she tells us after that. That one scene in the middle just doesn't quite add up with what she's been saying and what she continues to say. I don't think that scene necessarily worked. Um, I get why it's there plot-wise, but again, I think something else could have taken its place, or you could have better led up to that moment because it just felt too a little bit too out of left field for me. I agree with you there. It that particular scene that he's referencing kind of deals with their relationship, as in uh, Charlotte's and and uh, Sam Elliott's character named called Lee, mm-hmm. and it. <sighs> It's just kind of weird, that scene. It just makes you go, ill, <laughs> just because of like what she says. Uh, so it does. It just feel weird. Uh, but that's. I wish one of my other negatives is I wish we saw more of Kristen Ritter. I would have liked to see yes. more dialogue from her and and Sam Elliott because there's a scene where they're really just working off each other really well, and I'm just like, man, I wish I had more of that. You know, I really like that scene with with those two really talking. I really wanted to get into their relationship and everything. I I really did because I feel like that was such an interesting part of the movie. I don't know, man. It was really interesting to me seeing their relationship, and I wanted to know what happened. Yeah, that's that's a fair point because we are not given much context as to his family history necessarily in this movie. Um, even with the his ex wife, we're kind of like they are divorced. And we don't really know why, but we see conversations with them, and I kind of, you get their dynamic, but you're right, there is kind of a desire there to be like, I kind of want to know what happened, just to give us a little bit more context, but... 
Yeah. yeah, because it's just so interesting, and I'm not gonna directly say that it's a hundred percent negative, but because you know, I feel like I feel like the movie does its job if you're invested in learning more. Like if you want more, I feel like the movie did its job, particularly in giving you this character. If you're interested in this character, and interested in these characters' relationships. So I'm not going to say it's automatically a negative. I just wish we had more. I wish we had more dialogue from from her, from uh, Lucy Hayden, who plays uh, Kristen. Uh, I'm sorry, Kristen Ritter, who plays Lucy and Sam Elliott. I just wish we had more dialogue from them because we only have two scenes, I believe so, yeah. with them really going at it. But the second scene is definitely way more powerful. And yeah, man, I, I really, that's, that's really, it's mainly basically all my negatives. Um, all right. I don't know if yeah, you have same. anything. I'm good. I'm um, yeah, I'm giving this movie, I'm going to give this movie a 9.1. Jeez. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not that high, but I am definitely, um, up there. I think this is definitely a performance driven and character driven movie. Um, and again, I want to keep saying that because I know there's people who would come into this movie and be like, nothing really happened. It's kind of boring. You know what? I'm sorry. You have the attention span, attention span of a squirrel. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm going to give this movie an 8.5. I think this is a great movie. And it's definitely, it's going to be, I mean, it will be on our halfway list. I, I, it might don't be. It might be in my top ten list of the year. I, you've been given a lot of nine so far this year, so I don't know. It might be on the edge there if it makes it. But um, yeah, the 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 highest rating, the highest rated um, movie I have so far, I believe is, I believe is Logan. I believe yes, it's Logan. I believe I, I have Logan at a nine point two. Logan was an amazing film. It was an amazing film. Okay, I gotta give it a nine point two. It was yeah. awesome. So um, definitely. All right, um, so that those are our ratings, and that's man. It was, it was nice to see a great indie movie, though. Whether whether we kind of disagree on like how great we're talking about here, but I mean, either way, it's nice to see a great indie movie. Yeah, man, definitely. It's I'm just excited for our top ten lists a little now. Yeah, because it looks a little better. It looks a little bit better. But, all right, let's get into this next discussion here. Yep. We're going to have a discussion uh, talking about actors who are in TV shows that mainly star in TV shows that we want to see more in films, that we want Hollywood to give these actors an opportunity to be in more films. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Carlos, without further ado, do you want to kick off this discussion or do you want uh, me to yeah, kick it off? Yeah, I got it. I got right, it. Sorry, good. I know I'm kind of like <laughs> sick here, but don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'm good. It's cool. Um, yeah, I do also want to kind of give a little bit of a caveat here. There are some, like, quote-unquote movie actors who are in TV shows, and we're not talking about that. Like, I'm not going to be bringing up, like, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey because they were in one season of True Detective. You know, come on. They're movie stars. <laughs> we're not... We're talking about people who are mainly TV actors and who, even if they've been in a few movies here or there, but they haven't been given a chance to be in you know in consistently in movies um and i'm not we're not trying to kind of downplay what they do on tv either i also want to give that little (laughs) that little caveat as well Mm -hmm. uh the divide between movie and tv stars is kind of it's growing thinner and thinner i mean we're in the golden age of television so it's not a bad thing to be a tv star but 
we mainly talk about movies on this show. I mean, we talk about TV as well, but we mainly talk about movies on the show. So we want to see, we're just talking about who we would love to see in some more movies. That's it. Um, but anyway, let's start it off. And um, I, you know what, let's start off with The Beast. Let's start off with Game of Thrones, with some of these actors on Game of Thrones. Who in there would you want to see the most, like... Because there's a lot of actors who have been in movies. There's some who are trying to break in. Sophie Turner is an example of that. But what actor on the show do you want to see the most break in to movies? Yeah, man. Um, I was actually going to say, because I have a lot of, have I think I have like six or seven actors that I want to mention. Okay. So if it's anything, if it's any actor I'm going to say I want to see more of, it's definitely going to be Kit, Kit Harrington. Okay. He just blew me away in Battle of the Bastards and just seeing his character development over the course of the show after six seasons going on seven, he has really developed this character, Jon Snow, into this leader, Mm -hmm. Um, starting off the show with this boy who was really unknown, uh, unsure of himself. And just learning about the, the, the worries of the world. I mean, you really see that Kit Harington can act. And I feel like he's an underrated actor in the show, so I want to see more of I want to see more of him. I I want to see uh I want to see more of his uh I want to see him in more, in more stuff. I've only seen him in one movie, MI Five. I saw that last year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the greatest movie, <laughs> and I feel like that's a lot of the problems with these Game of Thrones actors because I feel like I feel like if you're on Game of Thrones, it's an, kind of like I feel like it, at the MCU at this point. If you're in the MCU, it's kind of an honor at this point. Same thing as in Game of Thrones. If you're in Game of Thrones at this point, it is an honor. So I feel like if you're in Game of Thrones, it's kind of like you're you're you already have a ticket to be in like a, a great movie. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like the agents of these actors aren't doing a good job, and it, and it's kind of crazy because you you see mm-hmm. them like you see them they're in an Emmy awarded show, yeah, and they're not getting the best roles. Kit Harrington, I think his most popular film, movie is Pompeii, but that was a box office failure. Yeah, so I do want to see him have another go at the box office. I do want to see him. I do want to see his agent and him really read through these scripts, really um, go through go through these scripts and go through these directors and really see like, okay, is this going to better my career? Am I just doing this just to make like money or or, or what? Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing with Emily. I think her name is Emilia Clark or something. Emilia like Clark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, she is a great actress, but her last ever her I believe her most popular film was um, Terminator. Terminator. And again, box office blow. She's she's clearly an amazing actress. Um, but again, and and and, it, and this just this is a trend for Game of Thrones actors because I mean Sophie Turner, she was an X Men Apocalypse that wasn't a really great movie mm-hmm. as well. So it's it's a trend with these Game of Thrones actors to really have that one way ticket into being in films, but they decide not to. I don't know what it is, but. I mean the the films that they in that they're in are really just not that great. I believe Amelia Clark was in a film. She was in a romance. Yeah, she was it? in a romance film. I don't know how that did or anything, but I mean, again, I mean, th- I mean, these it's it's kind of unfortunate for these actors at this point. Um, yeah, winter was, is coming. <laughs> she was in Me Before You last year. How was that received? I'm not quite sure how that was received, but anyway, um, yeah. 
I think Amelia Clark and Kit Harrington in particular. I don't know if Kit Harrington is necessarily a leading man type actor. Um, yeah, so Me Before You, it, it was rather mixed. It wasn't horribly reviewed, but it wasn't um, excellently reviewed. We just looked at the scores 58%. <laughs> um, but I think Amelia Clark is the same as Kit Harrington, in my opinion, where he, they both kind of need to take more side roles, more supporting roles, and maybe build themselves up to the... I think they're both trying to take these leading roles and trying to be these... Like Kit Harrington in that ripoff of Mission Impossible trying to be a lead in that movie. Or Amelia Clark trying to be freaking Sarah Connor, which we all thought, to be fair, we all thought that was a brilliant casting call. And she wasn't horrible in the movie. Um, but I think... With Emily Clark in particular, I think she has a great sense of humor, so I would love to see her in kind of a comedic supporting role. I mean, I agree with you to an extent, man. I mean, I think they're both starting to take leading roles in, in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and I feel like at this point, I mean, it's definitely earned for their characters. When you go in the in the trailer of Game of Thrones Season 7, I mean, it, it's mainly these characters and these two major storylines, which involves Amelia Clark and yeah. Kit Harrington. Um, so I believe that with that experience, they're going to be able to really gain that experience to become a leading Maybe. role. Um, but I, I want them to take on more roles in the film. I just, I just, for me, it's, it's, it's about looking at the script and, and reviewing the script yeah. and then looking so at. So you think they've been getting, get, getting bad projects. That's basically here. Yeah. Like, okay. For me, Johnny Depp, right? If I'm going to compare it, it's like okay. Johnny Depp, right? Johnny Depp for me, he's, he's. He's he's my favorite actor of all time, and for me, he is a great actor. Mm-hmm. He's a brilliant actor, but he has not been getting great scripts. Clearly, I mean, we can we can look at his past. I think I think his the last greatest film he was in was Black Mass. That was a few years ago. That I think that was I believe that was 2015. Mm-hmm. I believe so. And even some people would debate that. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you can no one can deny he gave. An, a great performance in that movie. So, you, so clearly, yeah, the, clearly the man can act, but I just I don't know at this point what he's doing because at this point in time he's not getting great mm-hmm. scripts. Understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, I'm I like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Dead Man Tell Tales, but I can I know it's a very flawed movie. Yeah. Um, I just love it because it's it's Pirates of the Caribbean, man. Fair. But at the same time, you're you're just doing it just just so you can get another paycheck. Yeah. So it's the same thing with these Game of Thrones actors. You know, you're on the show. You have built a name for yourself. The show has given you the credentials that you need to be successful in this in, in the entertainment business. Uh, and it's not it's not an easy tra- transition from TV to film, but they have this huge show that uh, directors, mm-hmm. producers want to have in their films. So they have this ticket. To, to do that mm-hmm. i just i just really hope that they don't ruin their chances yeah um all that being said the one that i would pick and this is on somebody that i don't know if many people would say her macy williams i need i think macy williams has a lot of talent and i would love to see her in some big movies and i know she didn't she just get cast in like the new mutants movie or maybe it was deadpool 2 i don't know she's in one of those x-men movies coming up um so i'm looking forward to that but 
I, I do. I, I'm hoping that she kind of breaks out because I, I think she's really talented. So, yeah, Macy Williams is is an amazing young actress, and people tend to forget about her as well. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a yeah. lot of great actors on there, um, but if those 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 would definitely be uh, names that I would definitely mention on there. Uh-huh. Um. All right. Well, what are what are some of yours? Um. Do you want to you want to go into the CW shows because I know you have probably have a few on there. Right? I have. I think I believe I have two. I have two as well. Yeah. Um. Let's let's start with Supernatural. If it's one actor, I'm going to choose from Supernatural. If it's one, Jensen Ackles. He was almost Captain America. Yeah. Fact. He was almost Captain America. I was actually going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, he was almost cast as Captain America, and look, man. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I haven't noticed it before, but he has just been showing that he has uh, these just because of these powerful moments that the show has been giving him and his character. I'm just like, man, this guy can act, man. And I would love to see I would love to see him take on more of a dramatic role because we've seen him. uh, He plays. He plays Dean Winchester in Supernatural. For those of you guys who don't know who I'm talking about. And just just you can just this season in general deals with hit deals with him having the return of his mother but it is just so powerful just seeing him really work with her and really see how he reacts with her and everything and i just want to see him more because you you see that even in even in, even in season 11 i believe when they introduce god he has he asks god like Yo, where have you been, man? Like people pray to you, people fight for you, and you've just been hiding this whole entire time. That was a very powerful scene as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very surprising that the CW actually can write some good stuff sometimes. But <laughs> um, yeah, man, I mean, it was a powerful scene. So I would love to see Jensen Ackles definitely take on some more dramatic roles because you can see this man can act. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to see him when super. I don't know when Supernatural is going to end at this point, <laughs> I but um, I. When the show ends, I would definitely love to see him take on some more dramatic roles. Yeah, um, one that I would like to bring up, and I, I, I'll, I'll bring up one. I don't think he will bring up Melissa Benoist. Melissa Benoist has been in movies before. She was in Whiplash. Um, she was in um, what's that? Uh, Patriots Day. She was in Patriots she, Day. Dude, she she's an amazing actress, and you if she's you so just good. if you just know her for Supergirl. You have to admit. All right, you you can hate Supergirl all you want, okay? But she's but not have, the problem. You can have, but you have to admit, even after the season two finale, she is an amazing actress, man. She's an amazing actress, and the only reason why she's not in, and she's definitely one I wanted to mention, mm-hmm. but um, I just wanted to mention uh, somebody else. But the only reason why she's not, uh, I just I just feel like she can get more work though. Yeah. She's very talented, man. She's so talented. Uh, you have to admit she's an amazing actress, Supergirl. Yeah. Like you have to admit that she is really not the problem not with at that all. show. It's mainly the script and, and different things like that with the with the company itself. But she's amazing. She's yeah. an amazing actress, and I, I she was amazing in Patriots Day. That's the only other film I've seen her in, unfortunately. I believe so. I can look her um, up. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure she's been in some other things. But yeah, man, she. I think she was also on Glee. I didn't personally yes, watch she Glee, was. but I know she was also on Glee. So for those of you guys who are Glee fans, you know that she's talented. Let's have a petition to, <laughs> to put her on more movies, man. man she amazing. really hasn't been in a lot of movies. Yeah, man, dude, I want her. I, I want her to at least be in something. Uh, Again, I want her to be in something dramatic, and on top of that, I want to see I want to see her really go into comedy. And I know 
because it could be in a musical too, obviously with Glee. Clearly, she can but. sing. I mean, I, I just the thing with these actors is I feel like a lot of these actors are so dramatic and stuff like that sometimes. So I want to see them take on more dramatic, like more. I want to see them do a switch up from what they're mm-hmm. doing because I want to see these actors range. I want to see. I want to see if they can if they can do more things because I, yeah. I, the problem with Adam Sandler, for example, is he plays the same role consistently <laughs> and he's always in a comedy. You really, yeah. you know, you never really see Adam Sandler. He's done dramas here and there, and he's praised when he does them. But yeah, I mean, but again, you don't really see him he do, do it often. drama. You know what I'm saying? Steve Carell is praised because he got nominated for Foxcatcher. Uh, he also got nominated for another uh, Oscar. Uh, nominated. A great example of someone who was a TV actor who transitioned into movies and has killed it. Yeah, I mean, these are these are things that are these are actors that are amazing who who clearly love a, a comedic genre. Yeah, but you don't see him afraid. To test the waters with a yeah. dramatic role. And um, that's what I would love to see her do. I want to see her do something comedic. I feel like it'd be funny. Yeah. We saw it. We kind of saw with Scarlett Johansson this year. It really wasn't successful. So I want to see if we can give it another shot. What's up, Rika? Enrique? I want to see something. Grant Gustin in some more villain roles after seeing Savitar. It's a great idea. I mean, Grant Gustin... I feel. I thought after season one, I was like, "Man, this guy is good," and I know everybody is like, "Oh, he should be Flash," but I don't know. I mean, it could be the script. To be fair, it could be the script. It could be the direction. But I'm just. I really. He's. I. We did this. I believe after all the finales, we were like, "All right, let's rank the leads in all these shows." And I believe we both put Grant Gustin last. Yeah, he just. He Which really just sweet. wasn't great yeah. this year. I I feel like maybe it's just because he really didn't have a lot to work with with the script, though. Yeah. I mean, you, an actor can only do so much with what he's given, and I feel like the script really restrained him because he was amazing in in season one. Um, he was still pretty good in season two, but season three, man, he was really he was really held back. Um, it, it was insane just how held back he was. But yeah, man, know. it could have been him. It could have been the direction. But it, all I know is it was pretty bad. <laughs> Either way, the end product bad. was bad. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, we we can all agree there. Yeah. To, um, to wait to circle it back to Melissa Benoist just for a second. I actually want to see her. I want to see her in leads because even in the movies that she has been in, and she's been good in the movies she has been in, but she's been the supporting characters. Now I think she's proven with Supergirl, and Supergirl is a little bit different than leading any other show because number one, she's the title character, like she is the unquestioned the lead of the show, and number two, it's an iconic character known as Supergirl, like Supergirl, right? So she's carrying that weight, and she is killing it right now. I want to see her in leads, but that's all I have for the CW actors. I know you'll probably want to bring up one more, right? Yeah, um, Stephen Amell. Yeah, uh, he, he's such a nice guy. Honestly, he's such a nice guy. If you guys follow him on Facebook, you'll see he's a really nice guy. And I know that's not what can get you in the acting world as well. You, oh, Ozzy, you can't just be a nice guy to make it in there. Of course you can. Season five, we definitely saw his acting chops. Definitely when um, he was being tortured and stuff like that from Prometheus. I remember there was a scene where he went off. I'm like, damn, Stephen Amell. Yeah. You can act, bro. <laughs> and then, and not to say, and not, I'm not insulting him. I mean, clearly he can act. I mean, he got a lead and everything. But... I've never seen him do anything as dramatic as that before, and that makes me interested in seeing him in a dramatic role in the mm-hmm. lead. Maybe not like maybe not a strong lead, maybe a supporting role, stuff like that. Clearly, we have I have seen him in a, I've seen him take I've, he's been a cameo on New Girl, um, playing this playing uh 
playing this major character's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was kind of funny. Um, just seeing him be there was was funny. But yeah, I mean, I've seen him in a comedic role. Maybe do that again. But I want to see him in. A, I want to see him more in more movies. Probably as a supporting role, and then see where that goes, and then maybe give him his own. Uh, give him his own. Give him his own movie to lead. Mm-hmm. We can. Cl- I mean, he can lead a show. Yeah. Question is, can you lead a show? I mean, a, a movie. Mm, yeah. So. Um. Definitely. I. He definitely has presence. That's the word I would use to describe him on screen. He, he just fills the screen, and you're like, he he has this confidence about him, and I think that that's definitely some qualities of a leading man. So, it. I could see it. I could see it. He's also he's also charismatic. Yeah. Charismatic definitely. definitely. Um. I to continue on in like the superhero vein. Uh, we just saw Kristen Ritter in this movie. I think she's a very talented actress. I don't quite know if she's like major movie star level but i could i definitely want to see her given some chance given a chance um Uh, but i want to bring up she is amazing and she's out of my league she is just so great in that movie that and that's a comedic role she's amazing in that movie Uh, i've definitely seen her 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 roles from from dramatic to comedic I want to see more of her. Yeah, she's amazing. I'm craving this. I'm craving another Jessica Jones season. Oh, yeah, I believe it's too. coming. I'm, I believe it's coming out next year in January. I hope, but I'm definitely excited to see her in Defenders. Yeah, I've, I've missed this actress. I was like, where uh, have you been, man? Um, <laughs> watch Breaking Bad. Um, but anyway, um, Ooh, okay. I will. I do want to bring up uh, one more superhero. I guess okay. uh, Charlie Cox, uh, who plays Daredevil. Yes, yes. He is awesome on this show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um not and he's not been in many movies. I mean, he's been I guess in a fair share, but nothing big really. I mean, the biggest thing I guess would maybe be he played a smaller role in The Theory of Everything. Um and then he was in Dracula Untold. So there's that. Um but He was in Dracula Untold? Apparently. As, I didn't see that. I want to see oh, now. scenes cut apparently. Yeah, so he his scenes were cut from the movie. And anyway, well, that's unfortunate. Maybe it would have made the movie better. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I definitely think Charlie Cox um, has potential to be a great movie actor. I would love to see him kind of ex- again expand his range. I don't. I haven't personally seen him in very much, so I would love to see what else he could do. Yeah, I mean, this is. I would like to see him. I know this sucks, but I would like to see his character Daredevil interact with uh, Marvel like MCU uh, characters besides just the Netflix show characters. I would like to see him interact with Captain America. See him have the dialogue would be there. Dialogue with Iron Man, and I feel like it's yeah. a possibility. It's funny that you bring that up because you're right. I mean, technically, all the any any Marvel TV show characters or actors that we bring up. Could easily just transition right away into. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the same characters. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, right. I mean, I, see, and I think, I think they might. I don't know. I don't know. It's it maybe hasn't been day. confirmed or anything. Maybe, maybe in Infinity War two. Maybe post Infinity War. I yeah. hope so, because I feel like that'd be a complete waste. I'd be like, no, because I believe Chris Evans is done after Infinity War chapter two. I believe. Maybe I don't and, know. He always changes and, his mind. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because um, he he he, all he he's like somewhere. he's like Infinity War Part One is gonna be the last one. All right, Infinity War Two is gonna be the last one. So I don't know. Um, but definitely, I would love to see um all these actors who are a part of the Defenders uh transition into film. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, we can just we can give it a shot with just putting them in MCU movies. Yeah, why not? And Shield fans, if there's one person I would throw out there from Shield. 
It'd be um, Elizabeth Hentridge, or however you say her name, but um, she she's so good. She has an episode in season three, which is probably my favorite episode of the entire show. One of, if not my favorite, um, where it's basically just her. It, she gets uh, stranded on this planet by herself, and it's her trying to survive. And she carries the entire episode. It's one of the best episodes of the show. She's amazing. She needs to be in more. That's what I'll say there. Um, what else do you got, Ozzy? All right, I got two actors from that 70s show that I want to mention okay. really quick. Laura Perpon. She plays Donna Pinciotti in that 70s show. For those of you guys who watch that, that's who she plays. For those of you guys who've never watched that 70s show, what are you doing? And for those of you guys who strictly just know her from Orange is the New Black, I mean, go watch her in that 70s show. I've for never six seen seasons. Orange is the New Black. Um, I've, I've watched a little bit of it. It's okay. But, I mean, I might have to get into it. I'm getting a lot of... I'm getting a lot of recommendations <laughs> to watch this. Other, I have people just asking me, dude, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. So I might. One day, one day. I don't know. I don't know. I'm busy. I'm busy, guys. Okay, I got a lot of watch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but she plays Alex. I've seen. I've seen her character, Alex, in, in the Orange Is the New Black. Mm-hmm. She, she, she plays a pretty hardcore character in this show, man. She mm-hmm. really does. I mean, she's really good. If, from what I've saw, from what I've seen, she's really good. Um, for my friends, for my friends who watch the show, you guys can vouch for me that she's pr- she's a pretty good actress. I would like to see her take on more roles. I mean, clearly she was really great in Hero, so I want to see her take on more roles, probably more supporting and then leading into leading roles because mm-hmm. I think she I think she really I think she could do a good job. Yeah. Um, another actor that I want to see is Kurtwood Smith. He plays Red. And it's hard because he's always going to be known. Been in movies. He's always going to be known as Red. I've only seen him in that '70s show. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I want to see him take on something more dramatic. I want to see if I can shake off him being just being Red and and saying, "I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put up your ass or something." So I definitely want to see. I want to see him take on something more dramatic. I haven't seen him in a while, so that's the um, struggle with all TV actors, really, for fans because you view them as this one character, like even. When we're reviewing um, the hero, I mentioned Nick Offerman, right? I view him as his character in Parks and Rec. And that's not his fault. That's not mine. It's just, it's natural when you spend so much time with one actor as one character. It's just going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen Sam Elliott in The Ranch for, for like two years now in The Ranch. And now he's known as Bell. <laughs> he's known as Bell. And it's not, I, I, he's an amazing actor, clearly, but that's just how I know him now because that's, yeah. just, that's the main show I'm watching right now. Um, um, I'm trying to think what else we got here. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, who is on Better Call Saul, he's been in his fair share of movies. So I'm not, I know he's been in his fair share of movies, but I want to see him kind of, I think he has such a unique skill set as an actor that. I want to see him take on something just out there and go for it. And I could totally see him if he if he was given the right role. I could totally see him being one that kind of walks away with an Oscar nomination at least. Um, so that's definitely one. Uh, one another person I'll throw out there is Claire Foy from um, The Crown. You need to watch The Crown, and when you do, you'll know what I'm talking about. Claire Foy plays queen elizabeth and oh my gosh she is amazing she is one of the one of not the but one of the primary reasons that show is so great um and 
good lord i i want i would do anything to see her in any movies <laughs> i just get her in movies please she's yeah. so great yeah you need a closing out this i'm gonna end i if you have anything else uh i'm thinking i don't know just keep going <laughs> all right um, i'm surprised you haven't mentioned any walking dead people see i want to because yeah. we're running a little long yeah, but true. i mean if it, okay if it's anything if it's anybody i'm gonna mention for the walking dead andrew lincoln Andrew okay. Lincoln, Andrew Lincoln, Andrew Lincoln. He is an amazing actor. Definitely underestimated. I'm surprised Carlos doesn't hasn't said anything about Andrew Lincoln. Um, oh, no, I agree. I'm um, not going to argue he's with you. Definitely underestimated. Hasn't been and, in many movies and, either. Yeah, I mean he he's from England, and I was I don't I was surprised. I was caught off guard. Um. Because you you hear him as Rick Grimes, and he has such a perfect American accent, you would you would never guess him as as anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love his persona. I would you clearly see that he can he can lead. Um, he could be a leading man in in a movie. I would love to see that happen. I if you look if you look at season one, and you look at season seven to where his character is, definitely character evolution. You can see that the man has. You can see that this that the actor can work with his character adapting and evolving. So I would definitely love to see him um, take on some more movie roles and, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, I think I, he, for me, I'm so upset that he hasn't at least gotten nominated for an Emmy. But what are you gonna do? Um, anybody from The Walking Dead you want to mention? Um, I mean, there's quite a few. You could throw a lot out there. Lauren Cohen, I would throw out there. Norman Reedus, I would throw out there. Um, I don't know how to say her name, but I'm just gonna say Michonne. I would throw out there. Um, <laughs> uh, she was actually she was actually in All yeah. Eyes on Me. Yeah, not an a good amazing. Movie, but she, but she she was great. she was amazing. She was amazing in the yeah. movie. If she gets to, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the and, movie was bad, but if she gets nominated for a supporting. This might be an unpopular opinion, especially in this room with Enrique sitting next to me. But I would also throw out Chandler Riggs. I think he's a very good actor, very yeah, good young I actor. I would, I would agree with that. I would agree. I would agree as well. I want to give him more range. Maybe Enrique can change his mind because Enrique is a Chandler Riggs hater. Yes, I don't like you, Enrique. <laughs> you got to support Carl. Carl. <laughs> um, but getting into black sales, yeah. I think I think I'll. Um, this this would be my last thing. Okay. And Carlos, you should watch Black Sales because it's four seasons and it's, and it's on Hulu. So you should get you know check it out, man. Um, it's kind of ironic with Black Sales though. He kind of got me into it. I, I know <laughs> I showed it to him and I fell off, and he was like, "You need to watch this." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." Um, <laughs> look, if it's if it's two actors who I'm going to mention, it's Luke Arnold. He plays he plays um John Silver, and uh who else sax uh zach sorry my phone mm-hmm. decided to autocorrect it to sax mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh zach McGow- mcgowan he plays captain charles vane look i think both both of these actors have a especially especially zach uh, mcgowan he has such a powerful presence on screen i would like to see him take on a more villainous role definitely uh like to see him take on uh more more movie roles he was actually in dracula untold he played a really weird character in that movie um mm-hmm. played a played a really small supporting role 
really weird, but I want to see him take on more stuff. I want to see him be a supporting role. I want to see him be in a villainous role. Um, the MCU, I believe, is kind of winding down at this point. So maybe put him in a DC, maybe like a DC movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, I want to see him uh, take on take on more more roles. Uh, and and the same thing for Luke Arnold. Uh, Luke Arnold deserves to be. Uh, the thing with all these black sales actors is they work off of each other so well, and I want to see them get, all get work. I mean, because I haven't seen them in anything actually besides black sales, and they all did an amazing job. So, yeah, man. That's it for me at this point. Um, um, those two, those mainly those two. I think they did a, a fantastic job in that show. Um, all right. Well, I have just a few that I'll run through pretty quickly here. Um, from Vikings, Catherine Winnick. Uh, she is so awesome on that show. <laughs> She's really, really. She kicks butt on that show, and um, I would love to see her in kind of like an action type franchise i think she's got a lot of rebecca ferguson to her not only in like the action sense of it but in just talent i think she's very talented she's got a lot of depth to her as an actress so i would love to see her in more um aja naomi king she was in um one movie that we saw last year um birth of a nation and i know we slightly disagree on that movie i liked it a little bit more than you did but I think that she was one of the best parts of that movie. She was in a kind of a smaller role in that movie, a supporting role. And I think she can continue doing... I would love to see her in more movies in supporting roles and then eventually even trying out a lead role. I She really blew me away on that um, in that movie, and I would love to see her do more. Um, she is in How to Get Away with Murder, if you don't know who I'm talking about. And um, uh, Milo Ventanega from This Is Us. Who does he play? He's the dad. Yes. I would also say Mandy Moore, but she's been in movies, so it's Uh what what's the son's name? Not not his biological son. Oh, oh, you're right. He is so good. (laughs) And I'm not I'm nothing nothing against his biological son in the the show. I mean he does a great job too, but um his adoptive son is so Good. He's actually going to be in a film called uh, Marshall this coming up year. Isn't he going to be in um, Black Panther too? I don't know. I think he is. Um, Sterling K. Brown. He last year was like the year of Sterling K. Brown because he was in The People vs. OJ. He was in um, This Is Us, and I believe he was in something else as well. It, he just was killing it last year, and you're right. If there's anybody who's going to make the... Like, if you had to make a prediction as to who's going to make the jump, it's Sterling K. Brown. That's a great call. <laughs> he is so... He is so amazing, good. Amazing, <laughs> man. That show in general is so amazing. I've been telling so many people to watch it. This is um, awesome. Yeah. I got my dad into it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was uh, like, I was like, Dad, you need to watch the show so right good. now. Uh, it's so... Uh, that's my recommendation. Yeah. Last person I'll bring up is Aaron Paul, who was obviously in Breaking Bad. That's probably his most well-known thing. And right now he's in The Path. He tried out, I think he was in that Needs for Speed movie, which I didn't see, but I heard was not that good. It looked really bad. Um, I didn't see it, thank yeah. God. So, I, again, I think that's another case of just taking a bad script. I, there is no denying that that dude can act. He just needs a good script. So, let's get on that Hollywood. Um, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, man, that's it for me. That was, so that was our discussion on, uh, yeah, TV actors who should try film. And th- we had a lot. We had a lot. I, I definitely, I didn't expect, um, to have that much. Yeah. When you brought the walking out, I was like, Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Um, I love the walking Dead. 
yeah i mean um that's the thing there's just so much tv and there's so much talent on tv that it's like come on some of these people need to be given chances in movies or or at least or at least awarded i feel like it's a crime to andrew lincoln man i'm like Come um, on! Again, the Emmys are so weird because there's so many different categories. But I think so I, just, I think it's so weird up. because The Walking Dead hasn't even been nominated for anything, and it I don't know if it's because of the topic of the show, but I'm just like, yo, Game of Thrones basically has zombies in it. Come on, come on! At least nominate it for something. I mean, I know I, I don't know, but I mean, I think we're past the point. That, that, that's the thing. I uh, we I don't want to get into full Walking Dead discussion, but most for most people, and I don't fully agree with this, but for most people the show has declined in quality. So it's like they missed their chance. The Emmys missed their chance to nominate these people. Even, and, but, I, but I, I, again, I don't, I'm not saying I agree with that, but I'm saying from a lot of people, the show has declined in quality. So, I mean, I, I still feel like the actors are doing a great job. So yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I, I mean, they're still giving strong, very strong performances yeah. still because they do love these characters. Yeah. So I still do feel like they should be recognized and nominated at least. I mean, it, it's it's a sin at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, it, the Emmys are it, the, again the Emmys are just so weird, and sometimes it's just a matter of space and a matter of just bad timing. I mean, look at um um Steve Carell in The Office, right? Which you I don't think you've watched either of these shows, so you won't be able to necessarily back me up. But I'm just going to use this as an example. I don't think Steve Carell ever won an Emmy for his performance in The Office, which is absolutely insane. But the reason for that is because almost every year he was going up against Alec Baldwin for 30 Rock, which was a great performance. So sometimes it's just a matter of timing. And I think even, and that's just an issue with award shows in general, because you look at even with the Oscars, people are crying and crying about Leonardo DiCaprio. But it's like every time he was up for an Oscar, he was going up against somebody that would gave like a performance of a lifetime or who was an all time great. It's like one year he's up against, I, I'm not quite sure if this lines up, but maybe one year it's like, he's up against, um, Daniel Day Lewis, who's one of the best actors of all time. And then one year he's up against, um, Matthew McConaughey who gives a performance of a lifetime. So it's just, again, it's sometimes it's just a matter of timing. Um, would I rather be feared or loved? Um, easy, both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. <laughs> um, so great. All right, but let's move on to recommendations. All right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Yeah, go for it. This is us, guys. <laughs> I said it before. Everybody raves about 13 Reasons Why. Listen, if you love 13 Reasons Why, if you cried in 13 Reasons Why, you need to watch This Is Us. This Is Us is an amazing show. It deals with so many human problems so many human emotions deals with topics that we are so uncomfortable to talk about deals with these discussions feature feature weight loss feature the topic of death um just even even rekindling relationships that that are very difficult to to even discuss i mean it's it's just so it's such a human show and there's nothing like it on tv honestly um, if I'm going to, I mean, I know people are raving about 13 reasons why, but this, this show needs more recognition, man. I mean, this show is just, it's so good, really amazing. Definitely recommend this show a hundred percent. The cast is amazing. The script is so amazing in this, in this, in this show. 
and I, I just love this show, man. It deals with so many different problems again. And you guys just need to watch the show. It, it's so good. That is my recommendation. All right. Um, my recommendation, I talked about it a little bit at the top, but Glow on Netflix. It is a very good new Netflix show, and it it takes a little bit to get going. Like, I was really close to just being like, I'm not sure I understand why this show is getting so much hype. And then I got to, like, episode five, and the show really starts to hit its stride, and you're like, okay, this is what we're going, and it finally kind of got into its groove, and it took, so it took a little bit, but once it gets into its groove, it is great, and even the stuff before, it's not bad TV at all, it's just, I was like, okay, where are we going, like, what's the direction with this show? And then it finally hits its stride towards the end there, um, well, in the second half of the, of the season, and... It's so great. If you're an Allison Brie fan, you need to watch this show. If you're a fan of wrestling, you need to watch this show. And look, I'm not a fan of wrestling, like, on any level. But I will never make fun of anybody for being a fan of wrestling. I respect the crap out of what they do. And I respect people who like wrestling. I mean, that's... I completely get it. And they do a great job of showing you kind of why people like wrestling, you know? Yeah. It's something that I think there is a huge disconnect sometimes with people as to like, why do people like this? But if you're ever, if you've been curious about that at all, watch the show because they kind of, it's almost like they're showing people like that don't like it. Like, this is why people like it. It's not like some weird thing. Like, it's like, it's a, it's like any other show. So it's just, it's, um, I, I would highly recommend it. Okay. All right. Definitely. I'll definitely keep an eye out for it. Yeah. 10 um, episodes, really easy binge. Hmm. Okay, how long are the episodes again? 30, 30 minutes? minutes. I have no excuse. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, our website. Which, uh, Brianna's been writing um, some reviews, and then she'll also write um, other articles midweek. So she's got two things coming up per week on there. So definitely check that out. All right, guys, and you can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy, and also you can email me any um, any recommendations, any TV shows, anything like that, any topics or discussions that you guys want us to have. Please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellows.com. Guys, we are working on bringing you guys do YouTube videos. We're just working out our we're gonna we're having a new uh, sort of direction in the in the YouTube. Um, in the YouTube and our YouTube channel, we're going to be having the YouTube channel basically stay located in where I'm at. Or so basically, Enrique and I are going to be taking over that aspect. So we're still working out the kinks. So sorry if there hasn't been any new content for the past. I think believe I believe it was like what week or two. So we're working. I mean, we got we've got some things. Yeah, coming out. we still I, got behind the scenes videos yeah. coming out. We, we got every, um, we're just podcast w- segments, top ten lists. Um, but it's yeah. just we have some a lot of new content ideas in the works. Yeah, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Probably gonna probably gonna be getting some new content. Um, probably gonna have like a schedule and new content, like brand new content and like brand new different things that we'll be having on the YouTube channel in August. If I'm gonna say August. I think that's a good goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's just been crazy for us yeah. over here, guys. But, um, yeah, so keep a lookout for that, guys. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check out the Screenfellas website. This is Screenfellas. 